0: I can't believe we're doing a topic. <laughs> <laughs> We've got two fucked up things going, or two different things going on. We're, yeah, we're doing a topic, and I am the scholar, and I use that term very, very, very loosely. Liberal use of of scholar here today. You can be the Bible reader this time. I am Neil. I am the Bible reader, or maybe the Bible. You're my fact checker, or maybe not fact checker. That's that's way too strong a term for this this endeavor that we're doing. You're still the architect, and I'm Chris. I am the, uh, this episode only, the head researcher slash super high-functioning alcoholic. So I only get two now. I've lost some titles. Yeah, no, you're still the evil guy. Maybe even more evil tonight, because yeah, tonight's topic, and yeah, we're doing topics. You know, only a few just to see how it feels, and because I've I've forced, I've, I've, I've kept bringing this back up for like the past year or two. This is not where I wanted to go with beer and Bible, but alas, I have been worn down. So tonight's topic, we're going to talk about uh, love. Oh, no, sorry, sorry, sorry. We definitely, we were trying to get more political with the show. So tonight we're going to talk about like uh, abortion. I think that's it because of the political climate that we're going into, you know, that's going on. I think that's where, no, we're actually, we're touching on something really close to my heart. I'm very interested in, and it's demons. Ding, 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 We, see, we need like sound effects. I know we metal. need...
1: Metal. <laughs> no, yeah,
0: demons. Demons. Demons, the devil, hell. Well, not tonight's just demons, but I think we're going to start a Stanley series of shit that Stanley thinks about sometimes for no reason at all. If you guys like this, if you guys want to do topics, um, gosh, I don't know. I don't want to even open that Don't all. open the flow So They only get to do my topics, but the three topics that I'm thinking about, tonight's demons... Maybe a two parter, maybe a 28 parter like Matthew. We'll see. We'll see how many demons there are. The devil, the d- 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 devil, and hail. And this really, really what this stems from is fucking. Um, <clears throat> oh, yeah. Y'all are going to get a lot of my adjectives and verbs since I'm in charge tonight. Fucking uh, the church that I came up in was it was like the devil is always waiting around the corner, he is just waiting to get you and demons demons are everywhere in fact as a little kid I mean I wasn't like fucked up I had a great childhood I didn't think about it really but like as an adult thinking back to it like what I was told as a kid it's like dude how did I even like exist and function in society thinking that the devil was gonna just rape me at any point in time or like drag me into sin like whether I wanted to or not or you know this image of like devils and demons just wait and just like you know, you walk around a corner to go to the bathroom, like, hey, little boy, why don't we go over here and, like, blow this candy store up and rape somebody? Like, huh? No, 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 no. You know, that that's kind of how things were presented to me in the, uh...
1: So, I didn't grow up in the church. Like, I didn't have this heaven-hell demon stuff. So, yeah. so, the idea was, like, you're walking around as a kid, and then they invite you to go do bad stuff?
0: I guess. I mean, I don't know. All I was told was the devil is around every turn and every corner. Just everywhere. The devil is everywhere. He's, like, fucking, uh... He seemed, I mean, damn, he seemed like he could teleport and move around better than God could. Because apparently God was just up in heaven, not talking to anybody anymore, dropping thunder and lightning bolts on everybody. But the devil's just at every turn, just ready to hold your hand into some sin. So here's what I'm getting from all
1: of this, is that the devil wants you to have fun and do bad stuff.
0: God wants to punish you in order for you to do good stuff. Yes, that is how that is how it was sold to me. It's basically like an Amway salesman in the making, like just terrible, terrible approach and bad product placement.
1: This is the worst good cop, bad cop I've ever heard <laughs> It really <laughs> is. It's
0: like, where's my motivation here? So the bad cop wants you to do good. The good cop wants you to do bad. Yeah. Hey, kid, you want to have fun? Whereas on, the, whereas on the other side of that, it's like if you don't do it just right, if you fuck up at all, you're going to hell. In fact, you're going to have to live the rest of your life trying not to go to hell and not do any fun stuff. So you don't go to hell. All right, so I'm gonna give. I'm taking this away from us. I'm doing what you do to me. Do it. So (laughs) I'm distracting you. So you need. Let's go back to the to
1: tonight's topic.
0: Demons. (laughs) Demons. I'm reading off the notes too, and it's not gonna sound as fluid as Neil because I don't usually do this, and Neil doesn't usually drink. So those are two things working against me. Clarification for everybody: I'm not drinking tonight. (laughs) Neil may or may not be my official Bible readerer. Because I've got verses already in my notes, but I cannot remember where the fuck they came from. Or which, which, uh, I mean, they came from the Bible, obviously. And I even have a note here that says the Tanakh. So it's Old Testament shit. But I don't know what, it's not interpretation. What is it? Uh, Translation. Yeah. Of the Bible. It is. So we may do some reference shit and see, like, how it's different in each one. And hopefully the guy who's the smart one in the group may interject some something you guys can actually take away from this aside from you're gonna get pretty much like assaulted around every corner by a pot, a more than likely weird looking hairy thing with a boner that's the demon that's that that I'm talking about
1: sounds accurate I'm sure there's you know we don't have any biblically accurate descriptions of demons. we only have biblically accurate descriptions of angels that's like has 17 eyes and a
0: and isn't that weird that that's is that there's not like a lot of mention of demons and stuff so we're gonna talk about that in this old testament stuff here because i had to dig i had to do some digging to find anything they even mentioned it because it's like that's what fucked me up is like growing up there was all this focus on demons the devil and hell but if you go to the old testament there's barely anything in there about that so i don't know if it's like one it's just a Picture of God trying to get his family back together. Which makes sense, you know, so maybe he's, like, they're so focused on, like, God trying to be like, you guys are fucking up. It's like this ants he's trying to guide into the promised land and, like, get them to, like, live. Like, I've got a lot of good shit for you, but you keep just straying from the path. Like, maybe it was just so full of that they didn't even have time to touch on the demons that were waiting to, like, get them around every turn. Or was it just that, like, they didn't exist? Or was it that... You know, they just didn't really kind of come into play here. I don't know, and we're not going to really clear any of that shit up for you, but we're going to talk about what I did find. So you will still leave this with pretty much no answers. You'll just be a little more confused. You might learn some fancy words. If you guys notice the pattern of beer and Bible, I am so
1: much just what's going on in this context at this time. What does it relate to at that current moment? And I'm very much focused in on that particular chunk of text. So the idea of, okay, let's take a concept and work on it. I have avoided that since I graduated college. We, we had to do a few <laughs> things in college. Because you, you, if you want to start talking about demons or something, you do want to know where it shows up in the in the Bible to sort of triangulate, I guess. Maybe that's where word, like triangulate yeah. a picture or, or co- make a composite picture of demonology. I don't like the composite pictures. I like to know the details of that one Situation, yeah. We used to talk about this. This is back in uh, in school when we talked about preaching. We always said if you're going to speak on a topic, you need to do legwork. That is like the beer and Bible style deep research on about 60 percent of the Bible. So that way you have a you have a basis. Like you've already done all the research, so you're not stringing a bunch of random verses together. Yeah, I had that education. Chris did not. So what he's doing tonight is just I, I'm going to string
0: own. a bunch of verses together.
1: I will tell you guys that I am almost as much of an observer on this as you guys are maybe some of you guys are like super awesome demon experts but i'm not
0: if you are chime the fuck in quit yeah living
1: life in the background so whatever he says you got to understand like i I have done zero prep work for this (laughs) so this is all chris and i'm just along for the ride with everybody else about to ruin all of our credibility yeah, and it's fascinating because, you know, your whole thing of what you're talking about with your church and how you were raised and your experience with these demon concepts were way more fleshed out than the church I ended up eventually going to in high school, yeah. and our college, we talked about demons, but not in any sort of – we didn't, like, have, like, a class on, like, de- like how to cast out demons or anything. It might have been useful. I could – I mean, I've, I've met some people at the DMV, and I'm like, man, you got a problem. Anyways, but – But, yeah, it is yeah. kind of
0: weird that it's, like, it's – and for something that I grew up in, and probably other listeners in the South, or um, maybe maybe it's not just the South, maybe it's certain denominations. Um, I'm not going to name mine. I probably don't need to at this point to listeners. Maybe there's certain denominations that like relied more heavily on like guilt type things, like or, or like you know guilt and punishment of like demons, devils, maybe things were like more tangible. I don't know. It is funny that like if you do do the deep dive. You got to really go deep. You can't just find it. They're not scattered through all the Bible. It's not like Noah had to like keep them off the ark. Like these demons are trying to get up because they're like, ah, we're fucked. We don't want to go back to hell. It's like, no, they're like they're not really around. They're just every once in a while. Like maybe there's one or two just hiding under a rock. And a couple of those people just learned how to read and write and stuck it in like one little verse in the Bible. <laughs> like I thought it played a way bigger part when it was like translated to me from a pulpit. So that's why I'm going into this. That's why we're going to see what's going on because it is, it's it's kind of wild. That, it, that it's become such a big thing in certain certain sects, certain denominations of like demons and devils and these influencers. Influencers, that's a good way to say it. Influencers.
1: That's a good way of viewing demons.
0: Uh, yeah, I feel like it. The, that was another thing that's kind of floated is like the little thing the the person the, the thing in the background that pushes you over the edge. Like it's I don't know. It's weird, man. We could go down a whole rabbit hole of like, maybe like borderline child abuse. But
1: the church did it, so that makes it worse. Yeah,
0: all those Catholic kids just had to get molested. I had to get like mentally like ruined for the rest of my life. I have heard people talk about religious trauma. That is
1: a thing to <laughs> talk about. I guess I'm thinking about demons for me is, is without being a big, large portion of my Christian experience, when I say Christian or maybe Christian education. Uh, again, I was only attending church in high school for about three years, sophomore through senior year. And then I went straight to Bible college.
0: So, <laughs> three- <laughs> That was the fast track,
1: dude. Three years just to figure out if you, you know, if you want to be into this thing and then just go into massive debt and dedicate yourself to this profession. Hmm. Not so sure
0: about that one. I feel like you should probably not have to tithe for like the rest of your life at this point.
1: That'd be great. Every time the collection plate (laughs) passes me, I'm
0: like, no, no. All right. So, demons. Are we ready to jump in? Yeah. You're going to have to help me on these translations too. So, let's see. So, the first thing I found was, I guess it's a term, vocabulary, word, whatever you want to call it, Shadim, Shadim, it would be Hebrew, I guess. Yeah, Shadim,
1: all I can tell you, I don't know what that means other than I can tell you the I-M at the end, the E-M, uh-huh. is
0: a plural, masculine plural, and it's Hebrew, yes. Aha, so okay, you got it, and it means, again, golden notes. some consider it a term for a demon or spirit. It doesn't really fit the idea of demons that we have today, like in the movies and shit, and it only appears two times in the Tanakh, which is—is is that the whole Old Testament or just the first four books? No, nope, the that's first the four is the Torah. Right? Torah, yes, yeah.
1: yes. So Tanakh, which now that we're talking about this, we can maybe we can start using it more frequently in the future podcast. Tanakh is the Jewish scriptures, so that's what the Christians would call
0: the Old Testament. Yeah. So this isn't like Midrash or anything outside of this is like in the book. A Midrash, think of that as Jewish folk tales sort of like added
1: on to about some of these stories within the Tanakh it's the Old Testament and then the Midrash is not actually in the Bible so if you get a Bible from your Christian bookstore because I know you all frequent frequent your Christian <laughs> bookstores it would be very hard to find the Midrash or as one of the people that appear in Bible came was like sounds like something you have on your thigh like, <laughs> like you see it does, Like, no 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 uh, Midrash is uh so, so just think of it as that way it's like writings and tales and explanations further on top of that. So the Tanakh is what Christians call the Old Testament, or if you were to
0: go to a synagogue, it's what's sitting in their pews, the full scriptures. All right, so the first time it's mentioned is in Deuteronomy 32, 17. I've got Neil checking me on this because it's interesting to see different translations and what they use for certain words. If you've been listening long enough, you realize that. Like Neil throws a lot of like tidbits in of like, where there's a Greek word here, there's a Hebrew word here. Like, and this is what it means, and this is like, you're not going to get a whole lot of that from me. But it would be interesting to see if there are differences in the translations that we have. I can't remember where the fuck I got this translation from. I know it was online, and I know it was a Bible. But there's how many? What would you say? Like, how many main main translation? Yeah, because yeah, I know there's main. King King James. Yeah, uh, King in, James, in yeah. America. All right, so we got King James, NIV. No way I would be able to name all these. There's just are no there like way. a top three, top four, or like what, what would you find in church people? Pu- it changes.
1: Pu- it if you go to churches, it, it changes every few decades uh. because you might have a new translation that comes up, and it depends on the church, the denomination, and what they prefer. Um, you have people that will influence the translations, especially when you have when you have scholars that are all working together to translate something like if Joey, you have, and they're all hanging out in the dungeon. Yeah, yeah, they all go down to the dungeon. If you haven't heard, go back to episodes 9 and 10. We talk about textual criticism, which is sort of looking to find out what is the closest we can get to the original writings and sayings. Well, closest to the original writings of the apostles or the original sayings of Jesus. Yeah. So that's what he does. So he stays in Greek. He doesn't need to move from Greek into English. Right. But then in the in this case, you have so many different people that are coming in, and then they are having to make decisions that are influenced a lot of times with their own theological leanings. Don't get me wrong.
0: Don't be like, aha, I knew that it's going to be yeah, influenced. Yeah. No, go back to the textual criticism. criticism. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it will all make sense. When somebody is trans- translating to English and I
1: say they might make something that leans a little bit more towards what they believe, they're not usually huge, groundbreaking changes yeah and because someone is doing a translation as you're doing Chris which is brilliant and great is just to stop like you said and and compare and say okay well what word are you using versus this word and uh, you know if you go through I don't know I'm I'm throwing out a number this is a fake number but I would say 95 percent of English to English is going to be the same thing that five percent is going to be things like automobile versus car yeah he had a glass versus a cup
0: and how, how much is this going to change? Not much. So, And a lot of times you can spot the, the like, there's not going to be anything super crazy because it won't make sense. It will not make fucking sense in the context or in the whole, like, grand scheme of things. So what you're doing right now is saying, okay, let's take two translations and look at them. Brilliant. Yes. That's really good. And again, I have no clue where I got this one from. I know it was one of the top... Eighty-six or whatever is the top two. It's something I've used before, but I'm not sure if it's King James, if it's New NIV or what it what it is. So I know we usually read out of the NIV out of our uh unauthorized borrowed copies from the church. They lent it to us. Yes, we haven't told them that. Right, right, but right. If you do have that queued up, you follow me and see if yours is di- and if it's if it's different. Ding, ding, ding. Like you're not reading NIV. This is what this says. All right, so back to, we're looking at the Shadim, which is, again, a term for demon or spirit. Deuteronomy 32, 17. They sacrificed to demons which have no power, deities they did not know, new things that only recently came, which your forefathers did not fear. That is really,
1: really close, except for the Shadim. It's translated as false gods
0: in the ah, NIV. okay. So another example... I have. So hold on to that. So it was translated as false gods instead of demons for each of those. So everything, and, and it's interesting, too, towards the end of that verse, it says new things that recently came. So it's like new things to the people. It's not, it's not their God. It's not God, you know. If we fast forward to Psalms 106, verse 37, they slaughtered their sons and daughters to the demons. False gods again. Hmm okay, okay so, so but this but this plays into it, so overall, this deals with sacrifices to foreign gods or entities or deities, sorry, so more or less they are just considered evil or other than God, so so we're kind of working with that idea too, so again, we're looking for like my upbringing, like looking for demons, looking for devils in the Old Testament, like you can't find a lot of them, you'll find translations that say. Demon, I guess a devil is only used like for the dude, you know, the main guy. Demons kind of gets thrown around loosely in some translations, and especially this one, which I'm starting to wonder if it's King James. I'm not. I'll, I'll have to go back and look. That is really interesting because I'm thinking that
1: when you're talking about an ancient Near Eastern culture, we've talked about the issue of localized deities. Mm-hmm.
0: So you would have your god, and then you'd have the other gods. Yeah, you would think that would become, like, a, a normal thing is, like, because uh, each of these lands they're passing through, or where they're staying, like, surrounded by these other people, like, they're, they're gonna have their own gods, and, like, that was the whole thing, like, I know we've gone, me and you've gone through a lot of Old Testament stuff, and it seems like, like, God's always like, I'm God, you're gonna see a lot of other things, but I'm God, and, you know, you got the whole Moses debacle, or not Moses debacle, but, like, where they're in the wilderness, and they, like, build the calf or how did they go? They build the Colton calf and they're like Gold calf, yep. they're getting seduced by these other sexy gods and like their gods lame and he's like, Bitch, you forgot what I did for you. Question, how sexy does your god need to be that you sacrifice your own children to it? I think it just has to let a couple people die if you're lost in the wilderness. I mean I've I, we've seen like all the shows fucking that spawn from like what, what was that old book they made us read in elementary school? That was another thing. Damn, for all the new new age things, Lord of the Flies—that's what they made us read, or maybe oh, yeah. that was middle school. You remember reading that shit? Yeah, No yeah, one kid was- dies by the because of the trap they built that like kills the little fat kid. So it's like we we go Lord of the Flies real quick when there's nobody in charge. So God was trying to like wrangle all that shit up. We'll find other gods, other tribes that are like doing a little bit better. So sexy is a very relative thing, <laughs> I think. When it comes to human nature, you know, it's very easy to change. Or seductive, sexy, seductive. It's like, hey, look, their God, they're not eating fucking uh, manna and um, locusts. Or like, they're not eating bugs. Like, they get to eat. They're eating beef. We want the cow God. The steaks look good, bro. We want the pig God. The pig, that pig, that bacon looks real good. He's like, nope, you still ain't eating no fucking bacon. If you do, I'm going to kill you. But what if we do it <laughs> but not worshiping God? I will. Did, did I stutter? <laughs> Talk to Moses. If you see my face, you will die. And I'll show you my face. You need to go listen to the whole series. If you want to know what we're talking about today and why I'm in charge, you need to go listen to the entire run, the every series from front to back. Definitely take your time with Samson. I still think that's pretty hilarious. But here's where we are. So, you're correct and your translation is correct. Like in My Search for Demons, the first thing I found was something that loosely translates to demon in some translations, but it more so just means other gods, other than God, because of, like you touched on, there were a lot of other cultures around the area that had their own gods and worshipped them, made sacrifices. The temple prostitutes—I bet that tripped a lot of a lot of Hebrews up, you know, because they're like, we we don't have that shit. They like go by the temple and they got this big crazy statue, and everybody's just fucking, and they're like, uh uh, excuse me, excuse me, is anybody seeing this? Like that looks fun. And meanwhile, I've got to take like dead animals. And give them to the grill master, and I don't, I don't get to eat them because mine are always like I'm doing it for bad shit. So I don't even get to like you know this is all bad for me. And they're having sex over there for free. That's that's the sexy god. Yeah. So those are the sexy gods who <laughs> never have the temple prostitutes. It's like a big ball python orgy, like you know men, women, men and men, women and we- I just imagine they're just getting free with it, just rolling around in front of the temple. Not not the Jewish temple or Hebrew temple, but the over at the Over the pagan fun, seductive, sexy god temple. Or potentially demon god temple. It's like the entire cast of 300, and they're just going after it. Just getting it. Oh, sorry. I needed a beer break. Sometimes I don't have anything to say. (laughs) Especially when I'm in charge. I'm going to mess it all up. All right, so moving on to the next instance I could find of something close to a demon. I'm not sure if you have this in front of you, Neil, but I'm going to try and say it. S-serim, serim or a satyr satire it's like s-e-i uh, yeah anyway anyway I'm gonna fuck up the pronunciation either way but in the Tanakh this is a sa'ir or hairy male goat and sair, sairum, which is a plural for goats in some passages translated as goat demons So, these these might match up to some things that we think about, like, you know, a goat demon or something kind of in the shape of a goat.
1: All right. So, I think I'm going to do to you what you normally do to me, which is where you, yeah, you jump ahead with a thought. And I'm like, wait, this reminds me a little bit of some of the thoughts concerning the day of Yom Kippur, where they take a goat and they lead it out into the desert. And they're like, it's an offering off to this thing. And they're like, and some people think that the thing
0: that you're offering it off to is the. Goat demon god thing. Uh, yeah, so it will kind of touch on that. So, in first verse, I found it in Leviticus. All right, full disclosure Bibles are really easy now, you can just have them online. And you can type the verse in. So, I'm like, first verse, I found it in. I straight up was just like hitting control F and like going through demons, just trying to find anything I could find, or like putting in Seder, Serium, like. Plug words, trying to find them in verses. So I really, thanks to glory to God in the internet. You know, creating the internet. I didn't. Have no, no, that was Al Gore. That was. <laughs> that was Al- I didn't have to do if anything. You, <laughs> if you laughed at that, you are over thirty-four. <laughs> All right, so Leviticus seventeen, verse seven, uh, and they shall no longer slaughter their sacrifices to the satyrs. That that that's where I've just landed on how to pronounce this, because I have no fucking clue. Satires, satyrs, whatever. Satyrs, after which they stray, this shall be an eternal statute for them, for all generations. So, you know, again, and they shall no longer slaughter their sacrifices to the satyrs after which they stray. So if we're looking at satyrs as like these goat demons or sometimes translated as goat demons and again, this could loosely go into that, like, whole other gods. I mean, basically it's like Any God other than your God is a demon, is an other entity, another thing. So um, it's a devil, it's a demon. Yeah, this is just, it seems like another term that could possibly be implanted there for like God or another God, something other than God, something that pulls your focus away and attention away from God.
1: Like by by
0: coming up and whispering in your ear like, hey... Come over here. Let's burn some stuff down. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and again, we come back to the whole thing. Like Israel's eyes tend to wander. They're going after these like other cool and sexy guys. What's going on over here? Like, what's what are these people worshiping? What do they have that's better than us wandering through the desert? Like, you know, or what do we have? You know, I'm wondering. Like the
1: way it's it's coming across to me right now, it sounds like it's validating your upbringing of like the devil's trying to get you to do fun stuff. Like, <laughs> it is.
0: It is kind of yeah. Like don't yeah don't let your eyes good.
1: wander. Let's go to check out the orgy temple. No, I don't think we're supposed to, but there's orgies there. Ah, He's
0: got a good point. (laughs) Last bullet point on this one is like, you know, going with the whole like other gods and things like that is like, it really wouldn't make much sense if they're making a sacrifice to goats. Like if you're outside looking, it's like God's sitting there saying like, hey, you shouldn't be sacrificing to goats. Don't make any sacrifices to goats. And it's like, well, some of our sacrifices are Goats. Is were goats okay for a sacrifice? Yeah. I, th- I thought so. I In fact, Passover you can do a lamb or a goat. So yeah, that wouldn't make make much sense to uh you know, if you're writing to a Hebrew community and you're saying, hey, like, don't make your sacrifices to goats. And it's like what the fuck why were like we have those ass sacrifices, so it's like more than likely we are still talking other gods. So again that comes to a thing where it's like even though some translations Plug this as a demon. We're still kind of talking about like other than God, like something other than their God, like the Hebrew God.
1: Hey, I just looked on here, and I, I think Satur is probably like a transliteration of another from another language. Seirim, Seir, yes, Seirim would yes. be the correct one. By the way,
0: that was in the beginning. Sorry, sorry. I had I had two, and again, these notes were a little old. So yeah, it was Seirim. And say se- the other one. So serim would be the Hebrew, right? Yeah, se- okay.
1: seil. So there's no t. There's like a, it's seil would be like a goat. Seil. So yeah, I think you're in the right place there. So yeah, the say se-
0: how would you say it? serim? Seil would be se- one. Seir. Seirim is the plural. It's plural. Yes. Okay. So that's where I didn't have it right because I've got I've got seir as a sing as or a hairy male goat. And then in the beginning of it, it's almost like a vocabulary, word. I had serim as plural. So, yes, that's yes. And then and then slash satyr or satyr was a translation into it. So, yes, definitely plug that in there. Neil okay. comes through again. I got a little bit of Hebrew. And uh, when it comes to Hebrew, everybody, here's a trick
1: it doesn't have vowels, it has vowel sounds. But if you just plow through and hit the consonants, you're doing okay.
0: Yeah, so the uh, seirim or the seir, am I saying it right? Se'ir? seir, Yes, translates hairy male goat. Good. See, that's why I, that's why I need you. That's why I need the the architect here. I feel I feel you. like we're gonna end up turning seir into a pejorative for our friends. <laughs> that's fine. All right, so we've got we went through uh, Leviticus. We get into Isaiah chapter thirteen, verse twenty one. But beasts shall lie down there, and the houses be filled with owls. There there shall ostriches make their homes, and there shall Serim dance. The commentary is by Rashi. He says demons rather than goats in that one.
1: Interesting. Oh, uh, by the way. We've talked about him before. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Ra- Rashi, right? Oh, yeah. Uh, Rashi. Yes. I think it's just Rashi. I have no idea if he is like a R to it or if it's just a regular R, but we're going to just use the regular R for tonight. <laughs> Rashi is uh, a medieval Jewish sage or scholar commentator. He is hundreds of years later than these, th- thousands of years later since this thing was written. And we have used him
0: multiple times on the show, so he must know oh, yeah. a little something.
1: He, he's pretty authoritative. Like
0: People who are who are Jewish would definitely keep up with that. Well his, I think his, his, his name caught my eye when I was looking through this stuff and and he does interject demons rather than goats there, and it's interesting he interjects demons, but I don't know if that's following the literature from earlier of like demons as like anything other than God or if he would have used a false god or something, but he picked the word demon we should we should phone him and ask him or email him. He's dead. He's dead, isn't he? Yeah, yeah, he is. He is. I don't know how we're gonna email him. There is like phone a friend. <laughs> we just pray to him, or, or send a prayer to God to give to him, and then all of a sudden he's haunting my fucking like eighteen hundreds farmhouse <laughs> in this weird <laughs> Hebrew language. He's like, now I'm the demon.
1: The worst part is that your wife Stacy is going to know exactly whose fault it is. Like one hundred percent, that demon was here when we when we that ghost was here
0: when we got here.
1: No, he wasn't. This one speaks Hebrew. <laughs> and the priest gets there and starts speaking Latin. It's like I, it doesn't work.
0: Yeah, it doesn't respond to that. You fucking idiot! <laughs> You've got to use Hebrew. So yeah, so he uses the word demon in Isaiah, and again, we're which is kind of weird. I, honestly, would you? Could you look this translation up because he names a lot of beasts. I know this is an old testament thing isaiah thirteen twenty one but beasts shall lie down there, and the houses be filled with owls. That would be kind of cool for me. I mean, we get a lot of spiders, but like having some owls like owls are cool. there shall ostriches make their home. that would work for me too. We can make money off their eggs, and there shall we'll just interject demons dance or the I have satyrs, but the serim dance. So it's like, oh, a bunch of animals are chilling here. They're all relaxed. But then, so that almost sounds like a goat would fit that passage. Yeah, because all animals? Yeah, a bunch of animals are bedded down just chilling. Like, there's nothing. So if a demon's dancing in the middle, that would be kind of sketchy to have this fucking demon dance in the middle of all these animals chilling. But maybe, like, I saw, you know, I've seen South Park. That happens in their, like, Antichrist episode where they got a bunch of animals in the woods and they're, like, murdering little babies. But yeah, that makes sense if it would be goats there, but Rashi uses demons rather than goats. Yeah, uh, here my translation says, and there the wild goats will leap about. Interesting. All right, so we're going to move forward to Isaiah 34. And again, we're just talking about instances where this word has popped up. Where Seirim or Seir, which again, we're saying possibly false god, possibly goat demons, possibly just goats. So we're pulling it into where it shows up in the Old Testament. Could you imagine how upset the goats are? Like, Goat's PR (laughs) firm is so pissed about this whole thing. I would feel uh, happy about it. I'd be like, this makes me more mysterious. Maybe I'm a demon. Maybe somebody wants to come, like, capture me in the field, but they're a little hesitant now. If you are a goat lover, if you are goats, and you're wondering how things turn out for you guys, don't worry. You guys are included in yoga in the future. So Isaiah 34 14 couple chapters ahead and martin's shall meet cats Sire shall call his friend but there the lilith rests and has found for herself a resting place holy cow i got to read mine yeah cuz that's really weird especially okay. that lilith thing cuz that could be another demon by some like certain people's yeah i've heard people talk about like lilith uh, some people have ascribed it to adam's first wife so let me let me read
1: my thing. So you said martins. I didn't even know what a marten is, other than like It's a bird, I think. In my translation, this is the new international version. Desert creatures oh. will meet with hyenas. Whoa <laughs> what and the wild fu- goats. We're way off on that one. Yeah, keep going. And wild goats will bleat to each other. There, the night creatures will also lie down and find for themselves places of rest.
0: Oh, shit. So the Lilith would be closer, or that Lilith slash night creatures thing would be closer to it than the uh, the goats. Yeah, this is
1: wild. Like, I, Now I really want to go back and maybe even look at who, who did the translation work on yeah, it. Yeah,
0: what the fuck were you doing, Isaiah? Talking about the desert creatures and... The goats. But that is interesting now that we've got goats and night creatures together in one. So it's like it's still like these goats are fucking around, dude. Maybe they should be taken off the list, you know, for like acceptable sacrifices because they are playing in some shit. Guilty by association at this point. What if you went to, like, the goat demon god temple, collected a goat, and you bought it, like,
1: at half price? It was, like, a previously used goat for one of the <laughs> giant orgies. <laughs> you
0: buy it for dirt cheap, and you use that for your sacrifices. Oh, God, you're just standing in line, and the goat's, like, slicked back then, and they're just like, what happened to this goat? And he's like, "I fell in some mud. <laughs> some mud? <laughs> it's like, ah, uh,
1: yeah. Here you go. It's all good. It's all good. <laughs> The best part is okay. So, for the uh, Hebrew sacrificial system, you would take the goat, and you would have the priest would have to do this inspection to like make sure it was unblemished and everything. So, the best part about this, in my head, is the per- person asking that isn't somebody else in line. It's like the you you take this
0: previously used goat. The priest the he's covered priest. in blood <laughs> and ash, just like Who the fuck is this? It's been a yeah. long day. <laughs> It's like he fell into some mud. Now I'm
1: thinking again. This is just so messed up, and I'm <laughs> I'm totally sober. You take the previously used goat or pre- previously owned goat, and then you take it to the priest. They're inspecting it, and then they either need to uh, you could either do it for sin sacrifice, which is terrible that you're doing this, and then it would uh, and then they wouldn't eat it, or it's used for a different sacrifice, and then the priest is supposed to take part of it to eat.
0: Oh, yeah, that that adds a whole new level to it. Yeah. Uh, But man, I'm going to have to bookmark this verse. That's got a lot of shit going on. We need to see what the fuck Isaiah is about when we're done with Matthew in five years. That sounds like a reasonable timeline.
1: I'm going to be completely (laughs) 100% honest. Unless unless we have an uprising from our listeners that are like, you need to switch to Isaiah right now, and Chris needs to teach for the rest of the time.
0: (laughs) All right, well, I've got a little bit of background on that, so... We're not going to go fully into Isaiah. So this is God talking about how pissed he is in the prophecy of Edom. Kind of like Edom. For everybody who doesn't know, Edom was, if you remember, if you
1: go back to episode three, I think, we talk about Jacob and Esau. Go check out that episode. Also go check out the cartoon, which we need to repost somewhere. It might be on YouTube. So that is Edom are the people that descended from Esau. So Jacob took the blessing. Esau did not have the blessing. Yeah. His people later on become Edom. Okay. This would be ge- geographically to the southeast of Israel. Continue.
0: No, that's what we need. That's what we need. We need the. We need some kind of legitimacy to this debauchery that's going on here. God talking about how pissed he is about Edom. Kind of like a whole, like, if you motherfuckers don't straighten the fuck up, and talk, like, uh, this, is, this is what's gonna happen, and uh, again, we have Sair, or uh, Shadim used, goat used, is it goats greeting each other? Rashi uses the demon translation here again, so he's planted on, like, fuck goats, they're demons, I don't know if he had a childhood episode, or if he's just, like, more enlightened than the rest of us, hold on, are you explaining to me that, that Rashi had the Jewish equivalent of your... Growing up. Maybe. Maybe we're kindred spirits. You know, maybe he knew. Like, he's like, I don't... I, like, these motherfuckers are trying to pull the wool over my eyes. Like, these... Yeah. Fuck, the they ain't goats. They're demons. They're waiting around every corner. They're gonna come get you. And, um, little bonus fact in... Uh, and this has nothing to do with what we're talking about. I mean, a little bit to do with what we're talking about, but this is not in the Bible. We're, like, we're, like, moving sideways. In Greek mythology a satyr or satyr which is like i guess uh, something newer or greek translation that could be used for this word is um a male nature spirit with the eels eels <laughs> the ears and tail of a horse and a permanent and exaggerated erection so boner all the time
1: if there was ever a goat that was needed at orgies that would
0: be the goat yeah exactly so I don't know. Goats or demons. That's all I can leave you with. It's like in the Old Testament, there's a lot of verses about these goats just doing sketchy things. I mean, we got them fucking, I mean, hanging out. We got them hanging out with night creatures. I totally overlooked the whole fucking Lilith slash night creature thing. We're going to have to go back to that. Yeah, apparently goats just are, they're just around, man. So maybe the maybe you can't trust them. Maybe they're untrusted. They do have those like sideways pupil things going on. Those eyes are weird. This is interesting. Like, If we want to do a part two, I have had so
1: much fun just <laughs> along for the ride. So if people want to harass Chris about going ahead
0: and going further into the Lilith stuff. I, I suck go. at research, but I it may not be, but we could do a part two. We could figure out a part two to figure out what the hell is going on with these, these maniacal goats. We do have mentioned, we didn't even touch on the New Testament. I mean, we talked about some shit in Matthew a couple of weeks back. Uh, or months or years, however long it's been, Jesus was casting goats, I mean demons out of people all the time, you know, so... Yeah, yeah, this is really interesting because, I, like you had said, there wasn't really much in demons in the Bible. It's not like in
1: Genesis, like, God came to Jacob, but then the devil, you know, demons came to Jacob and offered him a better deal. You don't (laughs) have any of those stories. It's not like, when when it talks about the Israelites in the desert, a lot of the problems that happen is because of their own choices. You don't really have, and then a demon showed up and said, hey man, have you ever thought about a golden calf? They are very interestingly
0: absent in the Old Testament for the most part. You know what is funny too that I just thought about also is like the pentagram and the goat head thing in satanic stuff. Oh yeah, there's got to be something connected there. I wonder if they just locked into that because of like these sketchy goats or if there's something behind it. Maybe I should start reading some like luciferian texts or something. Maybe I go the opposite like you study the Bible, I'm going to get some satanic material. And just start, just go all in on that, and I mean not all in, but you know, just just from a, from a, a literal or a literary perspective, I'll just get really engrossed in like satanic worship and stuff. The only way to really uh, know something well is to experience it. Okay, okay. So, so let's do this. <laughs> we do. I do have a farm. Um, we do have some livestock that could possibly be sacrificed. We a couple of children. I can't go too deep on that because I have been uh, castrated. Myself, so neutered, neutered, sorry, neutered. Everything's still intact. It just doesn't work anymore. Wow, this has been a lot of fun. I've <laughs> I've enjoyed this. Thank you, uh, everyone, for tuning in to this debaucherous, raucous episode of Beer and Bible. Stay tuned, because we will r- remain structured. Neil will not leave me in charge, because that is not, not the way to do things. But we appreciate you guys for tuning in. We love you. Anything you want to add? Not really. <laughs> we love you, and we'll see you next time. Hey, out at Beer and Bible Show on Instagram. And, dude, let us know. Like, holler at us. Like, we always say it all the time. Talk some shit. shit. Tell us some shit. Say some shit. Say say some regular things. Tell us you love us. Send us, like, weird goat pictures. That's what we should do. We should get as many (laughs) weird goat pictures as we can. Whichever one wins, we'll post on our Instagram, as long as it's not lewd. All right, catch you guys next time. Bye.